Today's show is brought to you by FreshBooks.com. Get a 30-day free trial at www.gofreshbooks.com backslash gang. The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. Hello and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Newman, and I'm joined today, this week, for the Movie Gang Podcast. I said it twice? Yeah, I said it twice. I'm tired. Are you, you house, sleepy? House buying is a hard, bloody process. I'm only joined this week by Trevor Flynn. How are you, Trevor? Uh, good day to you, sir. Good day. Good day. Top off off. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Oh my god, we're so tired. Um, uh, this is awful. we're not well dressed. Let's not for do this, this the whole time. One. No more gentleman jokes, I swear. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I forgot my ascot. I'm like talking with my mouth full right now, so that's not very gentlemanly of me. Anyways. It's okay. The only I only know what an ascot is because of like Fred from Scooby Doo. It's really funny, dude. I've worn um, an ascot. I rock an ascot. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I had to wear one in a play well, once. I rock this that week. Shit. We're going to be reviewing Kingsman: The Golden Circle. We were gone last week. Uh, we took a nice break. <laughs> Is that what the name because, of this movie was? Uh, I already forgot. Uh, this had to uh, you know do some house inspection stuff and uh, deal with some uh, foundation issues with my house and some other things. So you know, now we're back. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> Just keep you telling me? yourself that. Yeah, I know. That's 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 no. I'm encouraging you. Keep please, please keep telling yourself that because I can't. Oh, okay. You to, like, like I thought you're. I thought you were I, being I can't, funny, I can't, but no, like, no, no. Like, I, I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you speak to yourself in the third person, Jack Newman, it actually does calm your nerves. Like this is, is. okay. So scientifically it's all proven. Like, gonna. Be, I don't know. It doesn't actually help. Anyway, summary for Kingsman the Golden Circle or Kingsman 2. With their headquarters destroyed and the world held hostage, members of the Kingsmen find new allies when they discover a spy organization in the United States known as Statesmen. In an adventure that tests their strength and wits, the elite secret agents from both sides of the pond band together to battle a ruthless enemy and save the day, something that's becoming a bit of a habit for Eggsy. All right. First off, Trevor, what did you think of Kingsman: The Golden Circle? Um, as you were reading through the summary, I kept going like, "Oh yeah, like it's been <laughs> the plot. <laughs> it's been what? I mean, we are we are a little late on this one because I partly because we had a bunch of shenanigans, and partly because I don't think either of us were too eager to be the only two people talking about it. Especially since yeah, we more or it, less, it is, I think, agreed on this one. So I, I've, I've kind of, I just kind of forgot everything. And hearing you read the summary, I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's what happened in this movie. <laughs> like, yeah. Just, and Julianne Moore's in it. And you're like, well, she, she probably would make a great villain. It's probably the only villain role I've ever seen her in. I don't know. Actually, that's not false. That's false. She's actually she's done. She's other done other good turns. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, Kingsman, uh, the Secret Service was was a first was an interesting uh, was an interesting first take movie uh, that was uh, the people thought was kind of beginning a new thing but one of the things that um is interesting that everyone seems to forget about kingsman is that it was really a coming of age story and that uh if you're gonna do that that's fine uh but then like the next movie has to do something different and by you know this one kind of does the men in black too i know i hate 
being the one to make that reference <laughs> because like I really didn't want to make the Men in Black two reference because everyone makes it. It's okay. Rick and, and Morty like, just made one, so you know it's uh, it's in the well, it's in the zeitgeist. It's in the uh, popular consciousness. Well, yeah, Movie Bob made it. Like a bunch of reviewers made it. Like oh, it's sure, not sure. it's not uh, it's not like. It's not just us that are like saying that. It's like, it's a very, it's a very interesting thing you know, that happens it's, when you get a sequel movie uh, that destroys part of the like the part of the uh, issues with the first movie uh, to make sure that it can have room for a sequel. Oh, dude, and that's what you know, does. I I hadn't heard anyone make that right. comparison. I swear I haven't heard any of this. Like I read one review really? for this movie and it did not mention that. But I got out of the theater and I was like, they fucking fucked over the chick character, like the woman character. Like I thought Lancelot was gonna get to do something this one. Same thing in MIB. That was the first thing right? I said on the you way see, out. It's you like, see more of the anal chick from the first movie, which was just hilarious. Oh my, the anal chick, the anal chick. Yeah, well, I don't mean to. Oh my sorry. god, I, I, I'm sorry. No, I'm like within to, the I'm context of this movie, it is acceptable that I immediately thought, oh yeah, the chick that does anal, as opposed to the anal retentive chick, which is probably what you meant. Is Please tell me that's what you meant. That is what I meant. Yeah, okay. the one from the first movie who's like like a princess, and she she like offers him anal at the end of the movie, and then oh, like they're dating that. at the start of this movie, which is just just weird from like the perspective. Yeah, that of this was thing. that was cringy pretty much the whole time. Um, and then like his well, you mentioned the first one was coming of age, right? The big coming of age thing he does in this one is right. learn to commit, which is just so. So yeah, commit, commit to the girl that gave him anal just randomly in the what first What are you talking movie. about with this anal <laughs> thing? Like weird. I don't remember. Okay, are you? Are we? Uh, is this a joke still? Because like you said, it was anal retentive, and now you're talking about it like it was anal sex again. And I, I totally missed that. If there was a thing no, in there, no, I, I just, forgot I just it. think it's interesting that like we kill off like the like the quote unquote other girl character, the that smart has woman, in the first movie, the smart girl with the glasses. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> just like yeah, Lancelot. I, I love like L's character in MIB and then I would have loved the MIB too where she comes back and Jay's her partner but said they kill her off screens like oh yeah she went crazy she couldn't take it because she's like a woman I guess I don't know she had to go back to the ward her mind just couldn't you know whatever right, it was always it's super fucking unsatisfying so they could bring Kay back and do the Tommy Lee right. Jones instead you yeah. try to recapture the lightning in a bottle that was Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones and, which and is impossible totally just don't have anything it's the same so it's the same sort of thing here too except it's just like I don't like you know and that's the thing Colin Firth gets his eyes blown like his he has nothing to do alive. in this what movie. The fuck is that? He has nothing to do in this movie and on like an acting level, but hallucinate butterflies. Like that's that's the that's right, the most right, acting right, right. he does. And, and I also noticed that you could that they couldn't keep. Uh, you know, they have uh, by bringing in a secondary organization that they somehow learn the ropes and they're able to explain things about it and have new gadgets and kind of do new things. But it's like, it's all the same and it's perfunctory. And, and I guess it's a, th- I guess it's a big thing about this whole movie. It's that it's a perfunctory take on the first one. The first one is fresh and it was thing it's doing the, it's like, this is also like a better, maybe a better reference here is like the Shrek thing. Like you, you come in and you land blast the genre that you're in. And that's what Kingsman did a little bit by land blasting it. And also kind of doing like a Harry, a Harry Potter, James Bond take, which was interesting enough itself uh but now it's doing like you know now that it's gotten past like the we're it's in more spy academy bit it can't go back and so it has to introduce new characters and then it's just more like a straight movie that doesn't really make a lot a whole lot of fucking sense it's more farce than satire as christopher or the atlantic put it that's the one review that i think it was him that i read about this movie it's, the first one is like very satirical where it's like oh yeah we're not in that kind of movie bitch <laughs> like that's the like you know kind of what they don't say bitch because they're gentlemen, 
course. No, no, but, no. It's, it's the same. Um, L. Jackson does it. Yeah. He's like, I'm not that kind of villain, and like blows Colin Firth's brains out, which was a nice turn, and it, it was a forced exit in the whole bit about him becoming Galahad and the other girl becoming Lancelot. That was cool, but instead of following through and just having a spy movie with the two of them and like you know having other issues and exit like develop a secondary arc which is what a secondary movie says like a similar arc but it's still completion upon the first we're gonna go back and do the exact same fucking arc just literally like by the end of the movie confusing like Eggsy has learned to commit, right? And then Colin Firth has got his mojo back, essentially. And he does the same goddamn scene that they did twice in the original movie, where it's instead of it's being a pub fight this time, it's uh, an American bar fight instead, right? right. And it's like, I right. get it. Like, you didn't have to do this exact scene again. Like, it was great when you bookended it in the first one. And even then, it was a little, like, pour the cheese on, you know? But it worked, because the first one was so self-aware. This one, I'm just kind of like... <sighs> and they also, did it twice! The other thing I want to say here is that I'm not like open to the idea. Like I'm still not accept. Like everyone loves the fight scene sequence for the first uh, Kingsman. Yeah, and it, and I'm not a huge fan of it. I just no? wanted to put that out there. Like I like everyone. Get, everyone like lays a bunch of stuff, and I just don't think the style of editing works that well. The church fight is pretty cool. But no, the church one is. is the only one that I I that really sticks in my head from the first one. The church one, you well, got admit, it's pretty awesome. Except for the context of it, it's kind of weird because he walks out and he's like, "No, I just no, killed a bunch not, of people." It's not good because it's just it's just orgiastic and like you forget the bits in the middle and like like I could tell you the se- like I think the the first fight in the pub is good because I can tell you the sequence of events mm-hmm. and that's pretty cool, but it's still sort of like bullshit and kind of weird and feels weird and i think that's the the point of it and it's supposed to be playing to the plot but at the same time now we're just having these bullshit fights that just don't feel anything did you not like the fights in this movie i fight i thought the fights were the best part i mean they're totally overdone but they're pretty cool yeah no it's the best part i just like i don't like it's this is another form of us justifying shaky action in a different sort of way like it's more cut and the camera's in but still like like we just we're just like we're just like they're like drawing a circle around what action kung fu cinema did in terms of action in terms of pulling the camera back and doing long takes and now we're just like we're like now we're hiding the takes and just pulling the camera forward and not and kind of like doing a lot more digital editing with the space which is sort of cool would you but say at the same time it still bothers me would you say they're drawing a golden circle well more so in the first it's more criticism of the first one i was i, I, was I, just, I still think i, that, I still think a... they pull a, a little bit back from the in the golden circle not because they want to because they're not making as much a stylistic choices they are just putting on an action movie no i'm just time. i was i was just making a pun i was just i was just being punny it's it, never mind um <laughs> yeah no i see your your point there but, so the camera is like more drawn back as opposed to like in the middle of it versus like does it so it feels like it's showcasing it more you mean or like yeah and okay so a, a traditional action kung fu cinema what they do is like you do the Jackie Chan thing you have long takes and then you just try to you just take a million takes to get the sequence of events right so it looks very very cool and you can follow the sequence of events and it's like and that's the thing is Jackie Chan has the beat to it it's like boom ba boom ba boom ba boom the hits are on beats and it's yeah. boom 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 Versus like this, it's like you know in the in the church and the, kind of the extent of this, it's just like orgiastic, and it's all and it's all that. It's not about the 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 skill and rhythm and timing of it. It's about this that and that, and that's the thing is that's I like you know people have made what 
to me is the perfect form of action and cinema and I've, like like kind of described it as oh it's kind of hokey because Jackie Chan did it a bunch of in his movies and that's bullcrap because like it could be done so well and that's the thing is like people are like throwing flowers at Matthew Vaughn and I'm like no like this is not this is just this is just a new way of hiding shaky cam and you know what? I'm not down for it. <laughs> like, I don't. I disagree. I don't think it's that impressive. I think it looks digitally over-edited, and I think that uh, right, for sure. Well, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I see your yeah. your point there. Like, it doesn't feel as solid for that reason. You think? Yeah, no, it doesn't feel as solid. It feels weird. It feels shaky. It doesn't have. It doesn't. It doesn't have the same artistic merit that just having a camera and having some really, really fucking well-trained dudes do the fucking stunt, which is what we should fucking be doing. And I, I understand s- that's way more expensive. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's just weird to me that like we have all this technology and time to do all this sorts of shit, but we don't have fucking time to just do like a bunch of takes and get it right. I see. I see you that, and I I raise you kung fu yoga, which I, I which I watched last weekend which is Jackie Chan in Bollywood, which may not be the same, to be fair, like um, level of action cinema as it's not it's not just Jackie Chan, like Jackie Chan came to the West and did the same sort of thing. If you if you watch uh, fuck, what is it? Uh, Shanghai Nights, Mm -hmm. like people always compare those movies to his Kung Fu days in like Hong Kong. And they show that like they wouldn't let him have the takes in Shanghai Nights. And that's and it suffers for it. And they literally compare like he literally does literally exactly identical stunts or stunts in Shanghai Nights that are homages to his other stunts and they're way worse because they wouldn't give him the fucking takes to do it. The, the takes, so like you mean like they wouldn't let him keep shooting to get it right? Just right? Right, or, exactly. Uh, okay. Like he's a perfectionist. He does it yeah. over and over and over again. He'll do yeah. like 300 takes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but then I, know, I know that's ridiculous, but like the art of some of his movies, like Police Story and stuff like that, are just insane. Like there's like there's like bits of Jackie Chan who just like he like you know he like catches a pen really cool, and he'll do like the the pen catching scene, which is not <laughs> important to the story, like a hundred times, and that's just him. And that's the thing is like because like the way that it was set up in Hong Kong, it was cheap to shoot, but like the other elements of it were expensive, so he was able to put on a, just a thing, and it's it's just the thing is like putting in the time and getting people there and doing it. Like now you have to have craft supplies and like people is the most expensive thing here and so you can't do it in the same way and it's just you know it's sort of sad okay okay so now that we've exhaustively um eviscerated the uh what what one could argue was the better quality of this movie what uh, what are what are we left with no, Jack? no I, like look I, i'm not gonna I'll, I'll in fairness to kingsman like i'm gonna like i i apparently like i i have no acceptance of modern action trends like of anything yeah i understand board identity. like you're you're, you're a bit identity. of a purist you would say like it, no i'm i'm not only i'm not a like i don't think it's purist i just think that like it never happened like there's some movies like um, like face off, which are actually like r- have really good action, but it has the same sort of take issue, uh-huh. and some of the other things. But I still love those movies, and I think that you know the action sequences. Uh, ironically, I think there are actually good other action sequences out there. That in the there's like great moments in movies with like shitty directors and things. When like for instance, like I always bring up that action sequence, the fight between Optimus Prime and mm-hmm. uh, Sentinel Prime in mm-hmm. Transformers Three, and it's just funny because because of the they shot it on a bridge, right? 
they were forced to pull back the camera and it's a pretty fucking cool robot fight you know like Like it's actually like it's not very long but it's actually really fucking pretty fucking cool and like and everyone and like and no one recognizes that and i'm like you know what for like five seconds there that was a cool series Mm -hmm. (laughs) everything else is shit though yeah i like how you say on the bridge like there was actually a real physical bridge involved no 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 it's all digital but that's the thing is like you can like we can have cool all digital fight scenes because there there is no fucking cut in the camera like that's fine the difference is like trying to script footage together here which is what they're trying to do and it just doesn't particularly work that well mm, yeah and, and 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 they want to do it to make it look smooth and that and for my part it's just not smooth enough and that's the thing is like they hide the cuts and like the gun flashes or they hide the cuts and zooms they hide the cuts and it's just so and for me it's like getting even jerkier and that's huh. and that's why like i just do not particularly enjoy it i see is it? Would you say the action in this was hard to follow be, for that reason? Or yeah, I think it's exactly hard to follow. Okay, yeah, I I, I can I, see that because there are definitely that, sometimes when I actually literally do not know what just the fuck happened, and I feel like it, it was a big moment. Like they put a lot of emphasis on this one particular move someone pulled off, and I'm like, how? What? I I didn't catch. And again, that's please. and for my part, that's like the proof in the pudding that Matthew Vaughn's style is not working because the style of doing long takes is supposed to make it clear what the action is happening. Yeah. It's not. And hence, and that's the thing is like he's doing both. And so it's he's just making, like free bird. Yeah. But, and he's, he's making it more he's like, he's making like you either go stutter cam and make it more chaotic or you like use long takes and wide shots. And he's doing a both. He's like, he's using very close camera angles and using hidden cuts and acting like they're long takes. And it just, it makes it even fucking like more hard to follow. And I just I'm like, I'm like, you know, like everyone's like losing their mind over it. And I'm like, no, <laughs> this is not. Yeah. Is I don't not- want to. Um, and again, I don't, I don't want to necessarily take the counterpoint here for the purpose of, I did enjoy the action scene, action scenes, but they're no, by, by, by no means my favorite. I think they're fun and creative in a way. And, and the most satisfying part about them is the gadgets. Like, I don't think we have a lot of movies uh, where right. we no, got think, good think, gadget fighting exactly anymore. Like, yeah. The, the, and the whole point is that they're still technically land blasting Bond, which yeah. I think is like totally debatable at this point. <laughs> Whether they're even, yeah, that's, that's what it's like. All right. So I guess this is as good a point of any to, to jump ship on this since you brought up like the lambasting Bond bit. The cringiest scene in this movie that turned everything around for me, and from this point on, I was kind of, I was kind of done. Do you know what? Do you know what scene I'm talking about? Do you have any I, idea? I, I do, but let's describe it for our audience. Let's, let's. I guess that means me. Um, so, um, I don't remember the bullshit. Okay, so to track these bad people i don't <laughs> i don't even fucking remember the golden circle it's the fucking subtitle of the movie and i forgot um, they, they, they target one of their one of the guy's girlfriends that's just like their last point of contact their only lead and they know she's gonna be at a rock concert which of course if you're going to rock concert free love right that's still how that works so they get egg and the cowboy guy to go and try to hook up with her so that they can plant a surveillance device directly into, their words, not mine, her mucous membrane, which the joke keeps going and leading and leading. And I'm like, I know where this is going. Just fucking say vagina. And they finally 
do it and like it's it, 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 it's, it's it would be funny but then like they make this whole deal of it he calls his girlfriend to say hey is it okay if i do this i want you to know that i'm doing this of course she says no obviously and well then he's like well maybe if we okay i'm getting off track the fucking part, part well, it is kind of funny they work a marriage proposal and but anyway the the part that's so cringy is that they show like his fingers going down and then they zoom in on the thing and you see the the little camera thing going up into her bloodstream through her vag and it's in close up the whole time and I feel like it's supposed to be this left I don't and then the Kingsman score comes in dramatically and I don't know whether I'm supposed to be laughing or triumphant or just it's just uncomfortable and not in a creative artistic uncomfortable way I don't know what that I I it, no I just Please help I, I don't me. understand what this movie is trying to do, and I and I guess it's the thing is like, you know, I, I I am a bit of an apologist for the anal scene in the first Kingsman. You keep bringing uh, that up. I don't, I don't. I guess I totally missed. Go on, go on. I'm sorry. No, like like I, I hear. I, I mean, I get it. You know, I get the joke. You know, what, what, I mean, what do you I mean you're an apologist well for done. an anal scene? What does that even mean? Like, I what? Um, an anal apologist. <laughs> Uh, uh, an an apologist and oh god why are you doing this to me um anyways the the point is is that like in the first kingsman i get it they're they're lamb blasting bond he has sex with all these girls and forgets about them and they're just having random things and he had just at the end of it and the joke in this one is that like oh he's actually attached to the girl from the previous movie ha 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 it's not like bond but that's kind of the joke, you know? It's not like Bond, and that's like a weird way to do it in a reversal. It's like, ha, 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 it's not what you expect. He's actually in a committed relationship with this girl that offered him anal as a prize at the end of the other movie. You see, he does care about it. The anal scene was a great thing to add in, um, which it almost feels like Matthew Vaughn saying that. Um <laughs> I guess, and like, I'm, I, I understand that it's a joke there, and I think it's like kind of funny. It's just not, it doesn't hit. Here, this, there's like no reason. <laughs> I just don't, I don't understand. Like, I don't know what, what the point is, to. and that's just like real, that's a lot of vagina for, for not much point. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of like, like, let's, like, let's, let's, let's insert this camera. <laughs> at a plot point. Like wait, wait, how did they get through the writers? I, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I went on. I I out of drugs and like let's put a camera in her vagina. <laughs> let's zoom in on the camera going in her. So I saw this on a double date with uh, my girlfriend and Sarah and her girlfriend. Sarah, I I think actually more or less was able to enjoy the movie. And strangely, this moment, I guess, didn't kill it for her as much as it killed it for me. I mean, it didn't kill it for me. I was able to move. I, I, I would say I was able to move on, but that that also would not be fair. I wasn't truly able to move on. My thoughts were, were, were still like a little muddled from that point forward. Like, did that actually just happen? I remember Sarah. Yeah, I was I was hoping for some sort of reaction because I was like, I, I think I even said, like, what the hell is going? And and Sarah just kind of like, like, like. <laughs> okay like what <laughs> like yeah and i guess that's the thing is like maybe uh, it's funny to, uh, i never 
I don't want to throw shade at Sarah. <laughs> I really don't want to. I shouldn't have brought her into this, Sarah. I apologize. No, 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 no. no. So I, 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 I understand why. I think she did, partially totally didn't want to be no, here no, because see, she just wanted to take bug people sometimes, and you're like, I don't understand why this bugs you, but this doesn't. And then, and then it's not fair because, like, you know, the list of what bugs me, but what doesn't bug me is like very long and strange. <laughs> and here's where I the the dark deep end that I want to take this to. Be, and I don't want to, but okay. So it's the, the, the film. First film was a satire of James Bond, right? Typically, like, right. and, and and so it's supposed to be undercutting the whole like mal chauvinist, stereotypical, objectifying like gender shit of like the James Bond movies going on, right? Obviously, that's that's kind of like the conceit of this of this franchise. That's kind of the joke, right? right. Like as you're right. describing. This fucking scene combined with the fact, like, I guess it was supposed to be like a take. I, I just don't see how you, unless it's so self-aware that it's like we're literally, I don't know. But combine it with the fact that his girlfriend, the Swedish princess, is literally a princess and kind of like is not in a refrigerator, but does get frozen in place. I mean, like she's kind of just like in the wings waiting for him the whole time that's her role she's for the rest of the you know she's the motivation she's the damsel like it's it's very you know and that could be fine but add to that the fact that they kill off lancelot in the first te- fucking like what first act first 15 minutes first act yeah she's on and, screen for like one minute and 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 and, and the the fucking conceit of this uh, of the villain plot this they try to be relevant again whereas the first one the villain was global warming really and the antagonist was trying to like you know offer a real solution by depopulating no, the planet no, right no 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 you're no not, what, what? you're not getting away with that i mean the antagonist in the first film was like intellectualism if you will okay yeah you're yeah that's fair the the antagonist was not i mean it, i mean it's more like it corporate fucking... intellectual uh and, and I, I don't know it's here it was aristocracy matthew von aristocracy. is very fucking confused because he like serves like cheeseburgers and it's like corporatism but and then it's like yeah. also intellectualism and like elitism and all this other things so that's i think that's the big thing is elitism is what was the representation okay. of the first film okay so in the second film it tries to be relevant again in any case and it makes well i guess you could yeah it still is elitism in a sense maybe maybe that's a good th- through line as far as like what the true villain is in well these no movies, no no that's but, that's eggsy's bit in the first film it just yeah. doesn't make sense in this film well in this one it's it's people who don't, haven't had any experience with drugs or like see themselves as better than people that use drugs saying oh let's just let the druggies die whenever the mastermind is the evil plan to like infect everyone who uses this this and this illegal substance so that she can hold them all hostage so the governments have to um what's the word what's the fucking word uh decriminalize legalize everything so that she can sell their products and like them just be taxed so that she can go public and be appreciated as the brilliant corporate businesswoman she is um which is joy and more everybody just just to be just i i I just want to like just just repeat that real fast (laughs) no i don't want to repeat that are you crazy that's insane and what does that mean and that's the thing is like with matthew bomb directing i'm like like i was like what the fuck does that mean what is your point yeah and the disturbing point, thing, you're just edgy. What the fuck? Yeah, and and the bad thing about that plot too is depending on who you see the movie with. Like the people next to my girlfriend were like, "Oh yeah, we should do that." Like, it, 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 and that's the fact. That's the thing is this movie. Like, it, the ethical tightrope in that dilemma 
is skewed, I think, a little far to the right. Like, like does that make sense? You yeah, know? Yeah. And and it's and then it brings in whiskey at the end with his like, you know, shirt with his like un non like totally predictable like swing. Yeah. For that fight. Which is like, and, well, and my I'll, wife I'll give them credit. That fight is it. brutal and awesome. Yeah, no, that fight is great. But yeah, like, yeah I, 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 I know I just lambasted him for like twenty minutes, but like about f- the fight seat choreography, but that that like no, I've always of found fun. that cool. I, like, I that get Asian your like fight. your 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 overall like criticism and and conceit there. Yeah, so well, no, I mean, you're still I, I have a criticism for kung fu cinema, but like the born supremacy, the fight in the house uh, around the like the middle of the movie between like the two previous agents is one that was like is like a <laughs> really fucking cool fight, or uh, in like the car chase scene in the born supremacy is also like one of the best car chase scenes in a movie oh yeah yeah i think i think and then that's the thing is like i understand that like i understand that it's not my style it's not my favorite style and i think that when it works it can really 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 work in the right movie with the right director and the right thing it's just like everybody's doing it and doing it badly and i think that's the other thing too is for the most part the fights in this one are a little bit worse um okay let's let's get a little bit better let's i i I need to i need to get my whole and you can totally reject it once i get it out there because it's absurd go ahead go ahead i i I need i need (laughs) some takeaway from this film so i need to present my like overall thesis that i have for this i'm gonna i'm gonna go out of here and i like i'm not even insulting matthew vaughn here i'm going to say that the issue is that you're reading more into this film than anyone intends you to and that's a problem because it was that i think the whole thesis here is that it is supposed to be a smart like oh i'm know, not reading intentions down. into it i'm just like you know it exists man like it has to come from somewhere it has to target someone and like okay, well um between like uh, the fucking the fucking tone deafness when it comes to the gender parody shit because I really think it is fucking tone deaf. Everything else we've talked about, along with the fact that Halle Berry's character, like, oh, I just want to get out there in the field, and they never listen to me. Like, I guess you know, like, and they never consider me from a promotion because she doesn't say because she's a woman, but she is the only woman in the organization. Same as Lancelot's character was in Kingsman, and they killed her off. Like, it just doesn't. Like, I know that's not what it's about, but it doesn't, it, it feels a little tone deaf. Add that to the fact that the, the like, the ethical tightrope of the whole movie, like, it feels like it's channeling Reagan with the AIDS crisis, where it's just like, oh, it's their fault that they have this unethical lifestyle. Like, fine. But then, like, for the, the audience, like, it's like, the, it's asking the audience to actually think about, well, maybe it would work some, like, maybe that would be better. Like, kind of with the global warming thing in the first one. No, of course, no one's actually sitting there thinking that, but, like, it's supposed to be an actual dilemma, right? It's supposed to be a sympathetic villain, a little bit in that in that take. And yeah. so, like, combining all of that with the fact that fucking Fox News is for some weird reason the news network that's used that they use for all the clips. I think the demographic for this movie is also kind of like a little like I I just I, I, it's a yeah. overall vibe that I got disgusted with kind of towards them. It's like maybe this movie is for like men's rights activists trying to like have their cake and eat it too a little bit with like the whoa j- i mean I, I i don't think i mean i i i know that's really loaded please like unpack you know like no, i just i mean I, I don't think matthew matthew vaughn is a closet mra I, no that's not what i'm saying that's not what i'm saying i'm saying it just i, I came away from this considering all of those yeah. kind of like tone deaf points at the by the end of it, it was kind of like had this icky feeling a little bit just you know i yeah, here, here's what I'm gonna say. I think I think the best thing we can say is that 
The first film is Lamb blasting Bond and putting a spotlight on issues that exist in Bond and kind of the male empowerment fantasy. And one of the things that I think is happening as time's gone on is that it started eating too much of the cake, if yeah. you will. Yeah. And that's and that's really what's happening here and what is the problem with this film. Is that if it's it's not just taking the piss anymore, now it's taking the piss and then like you know, taking the piss up and pissing saying, on the cake. Mm, this is some nice piss. And then eating the um, cake. Covered sorry, in piss. That's really grody. No, that's, that's, yeah. I think we got our metaphors. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. It got, out of, it got out of hand. No, that's no, it's, that's fine. I think it's, it's, but, but, but the point, the point is, is like, like very clearly he's lost his own point. And that's, that's undeniable through maybe even the first movie a little bit, like he lost his own point, but even more so now I'm like undeniably, he's like searching for a point. And this is the same thing is like when you do D and D campaigns, like sometimes like, you know, giving somebody like a really hard choice is not satisfying. And even though that they like push this sort of choice like that, I don't think it's still particularly satisfying, like the way they do it. A choice. What choice do you mean? Well, just with like drug addicts and stuff, like they're oh, trying to create yeah. a moral quandary. Yeah, and it, and the whole bit is like another elitism issue, and that's the other thing too. Is it's just like you know, I think the issue too is that this is also like he's a British director. This is the lens of their culture, and so maybe it is it is like a it is like a film for like non elitists is the idea, but it still falls firmly into kind of like the idea of like rednecks and uh you know and kind of british cockney people and inheriting the earth if you will Mm -hmm. which is the core theme of this is that they can they can be badasses too um and that's and that's and that's and i guess it's not that's that's the my fair lady reference in the first one and yeah like i see i see your point how like that might be a much bigger part of the movie for someone like who's actually right which is which is like the whole point and the first movie is that corporate you know the corporate system is out to fuck the small guy Mm -hmm. which is not a very uh mra point no that's fair well yeah and but here's here's the thing like i I, like I, i agree with you on the first movie that there may be something there there's nothing here to this like he's just lost his point and he's got characters like like poppy's fucking plan is just insane and not even besides that like her motivation is insane to the point that you can't even like fucking what? figure it out was her motivation just i thought it was just to be respected as like the brilliant no that's like literally her motivation it doesn't make any sense yeah it's a little bit of a stretch also the whole 50s thing is just really fucking also yeah, elton john is in this movie it's hilarious guys it's just everything every time he was on camera <laughs> i laughed i pissed myself i was laughing so so loud like he's just it's just brilliant you just drop an elton john in the middle of everything and it's automatically hilarious no no i'm i'm being being an I asshole know, i'm being sarcastic just, yeah it was, it was kind of I, I think it's pretty pretty fucking horrifying all right let's go ahead and score this bitch thank god I don't, like, yeah, like Trevor's like I don't want to make Jack's also, gonna make me fucking also, talk about this movie we, anymore. Uh, we, no, we should we we left out all the great all the great star power that's in this movie though. We didn't talk about Channing Tatum. We didn't talk oh, about and, we didn't talk about Jeff Bridges for for like literally gets like put on ice like for the third act. <laughs> yeah, he's like I'm sick now. Just <laughs> like Channing Tatum was like I'm actually sick. I'm gonna go sit in my trailer. And uh, <laughs> Jeff Bridges is in this. He drinks a lot of whiskey. That's what he does in a cowboy hat. He does that thing where he wears a he cowboy goes, hat Fuck yeah, and it's wears American. whiskey. Yeah. yeah, and he's and he's and uh, and I, I'm not a huge fan of his southern a little bit. No, did you not like? Yeah. Uh, did you not like uh, True Grit? 
I like True Grit. It was, it was, it was, it was you, okay. Were you a fan I, of the original? Because I, I never, not, I never seen the original. Let's so not go here. Okay. All right. All right. We don't. Do <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, for uh, Kingsman, what do you give it, Trevor? Three. It was boring. I kept wanting it to be over. Yeah. I was waiting yeah. for the ending. I was like, "Can we get to the third act now, please?" Was- yeah, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a four. Uh, definitely a strong unrecommendation. I haven't seen. It's not. It's put together okay. Like there's some like mm-hmm. it's doable fight scenes. Like I might disagree with the style of action and rant on it, but it's like fit well put together. Well, People worked very hard on those, and I also like that brutal fight with uh, whiskey at the end is is pretty cool. Uh, that was pretty cool, and so it delivered on some of the action beats. It's undeniably bad. And it's undeniably following into the men in black trap. I don't, I don't, I don't, it's your point. It's your score. So I don't mean to cut you, cut off your, 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 uh, um, um, uh, no, thing, no, no, go to town, go to town. Um, I, I disagree that it's well put together because <laughs> I no, need no, to no, justify no, the, movie, the movie's not well put together. I'm saying the action sequence are well oh, put together. Oh, okay. Okay. Because yeah. and well, I I feel like I have to justify the fact that I gave it a lower score than you did because I was going to give it a four, but then also a big problem in this movie is that we don't see the villain and like interact with any of the protagonists until the end of the movie. She's just sitting right. in her she's just right. sitting in her like fifties Bondy like uh, base for like the whole movie, and we're doing cutaway shots to her abusing her cronies. Like that, it's come on, really? Like Julian Moore's fine, but you don't get to see her fucking act with Colin Firth or fucking act with Eggsy until the end of the right. movie. Versus you had that great face-off Samuel L. Jackson and Colin Firth were doing the whole time during the yeah, first no, one. They it was put, so great. They put but, the two best actors in the room and they let them act fucking together because <laughs> that's what the fuck you do. That's the only reason that a scene exists. I understand that and I accept it and the fact that this doesn't happen makes this movie fucking stupid. Yes. Yes, indeed. I think, I think we're done here. Um, yeah. All right. Rogue's not movie. Dockers or whatever <laughs> the fuck that I, I don't Whatever. <laughs> I don't, I, I literally give zero fucks. Oh, and Country Roads, Take Me Home. That was so dumb, especially after Logan Lucky. And like, I like that the use of that song in Logan Lucky. It's like, we're, yeah, we're doing yeah, this again. Just, Too soon, care. man. Too soon. Um, the Movie Gang Podcast gives Kingsman the Golden Circle a 3.5 out of 10. That's the most brutal thing I've seen in a while, especially not that movie. Ha, 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 ha. That's terrible. I don't even give a fuck. I'm not going to come up with a fuck. They did put effort into this movie. I'm not going to put effort in my <laughs> outro. Fuck you. <laughs> we're out. <laughs> fuck all of you. <laughs> Me too.